Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode of Don't You Know Who I Am is brought to you by Harry's Razors. That's right, they're back. I'm glad they are because I, I use their razors and they're very good razors. Really good. That's why I have such a smooth baby face. If you ever see me, baby face, baby face. Uh, so Jeff and Andy, the two guys who uh, started up Harry's Shavers, just two dudes who decided we need to get uh, good good razors that are affordable because they've cut out all the unnecessary features. So you don't need a vibrating handle. You don't need that. You don't, you don't need heated blades. You don't need 15 lubricated strips, okay? What you need are good razors at a good price, and they've done that. So they have excellent, excellent blades. They last a while as well, which is also really, really good. And the quality of their blades is for $2 a blade compared to like $4 you pay in the shops. And all their products are backed by 100% quality guarantee. And for the special listeners of Don't You Know Who I Am, they are so confident you're going to love their blades. They'll give you a trial shave set for free when you sign up at harrys.com slash who I am. And all you got to do is pay for the shipping. So good. So to claim your free trial offer from Harry's today, which is $13 value for free when you sign up, it just cover the shipping. Your free trial set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, which also looks awesome, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade. That trimmer blade is very good. For those spots that are hard to get, you don't want to put a, like four blades onto your nose. But that trimmer blade, oh, that's good. That's a good one. You also get a rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover, which is very, very handy as well. So to get your free trial set, go to harrys.com slash who I am right now. That's Harry's dot com slash who I am. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am. My name is Joshua and this week on the internet I discovered I share my name with a Filipino volleyball player. Living the dream. Each week I invite four guests to see who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. So let's meet them now. Our first guest shares his name with a boxer from California and a Melbourne man whose Facebook name is Sir Cadence Dudemeister. Hmm. I wonder which one our guest would get on better with. Please welcome comedian Nick Cody. (laughs) (laughs) Cadence Dudemeister. My birth name. It finally comes out. Yeah. 
Cadence Dude Meister. I knew about the boxer. Yeah, California yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I was in, there's a couple of cage fighters. There's a boxer and American footballer. Well, I think this boxer is also he's made the switch to cage fighting now because the you? images are him in a cage. Yeah, so that's cage fighting. Or <laughs> he's cage fighting. <laughs> And but, there's one ukulele player oh, from maybe, England that gets a lot of tweets that are not for him. Oh. <laughs> um, this Cadence Dudemeister, he, we share two mutual friends. I think I know who it is. That's oh, a okay. guy that's missing a finger. It's oh. a Nick Cody that's missing a finger. Against all odds, I'm not that Nick Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest is a return guest, although his first time in the studio, when wow. I asked him to be on, he replied in text, I promise not to be super hungover and coming down from MDMA like last time. Yeah. Let's see if he's got any promise. It's Reese Nicholson. Yay. <laughs> Check out my pupils. They're regular five. <laughs> yeah, the, well, the last one I, was the live one, and I yeah. had had a night, uh, one of the nights where about once every four years I pretend, uh, myself and another comedian, that we're 19 years old. Yep. And we are decidedly not. Uh, and I, yeah, just, and I, I remember I was having my first adult hangover, like my oh, first right. real one. Like oh, my that's first... right. You have them now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get real ones now. Like I used oh, to be able to just so drink, a, drink a bottle of vodka and be like, I'll never die. And now it's like, oh, I'm going to die very soon. Yeah. And I just, I wasn't coping, I don't think. But I was on with, um, I think Fiona and I were on and we, yeah. <laughs> like we were both, both shaking for different reasons. Um, anyway, thanks for having me on. Well, wait till you get to, I'm 36 and I now wake up with a hangover if the air conditioner's been on all night. <laughs> that's, that's when I know, oh, too bad, too bad. That's just dry mouth. Yeah. That's different from a... <laughs> I've started leaving gifts, my, like, like sober Reese will leave drunk Reese a hydrolite in a cup of water next to my bed, like a little gift, and I get home and every time I'll be like, oh, he's a saint. (laughs) (laughs) Also joining us is a comedian and writer who shares her name with a property buyer in Portland, Oregon, and a lab volunteer at the University of Indiana. Please welcome it's Kate Dennett. Yay! Lab volunteer. Lab volunteer, yeah. Is that someone who, wait. Do you... Very bad lab dancer. Oh, yeah. Is that the experiment? I think it is. Is that the name for the person who's the experiment? You can't list that as a job. Well, that's what she's done on her LinkedIn profile. She's on the border of death. And what it is, though, she volunteers for hearing stuff. So they just blast sounds in her ears. Oh, God. Pray for Kate Dennett. (laughs) Hopefully she's listening to this. Hopefully this is one of the things. (laughs) And finally is another return guest who shares her name with a UK wedding planner a US stem cell researcher and a highway design engineer from Southampton. Please welcome Claire Hooper. Mm-hmm. Bringing people together in every way. <laughs> highway designer, that's good. That's a good job. Isn't it? I mean, I expect there wouldn't be heaps of work. You know, there's this point where people are like, nah, we got enough highways. Like, no, you know, they're always nah, expanding. You need more roads. More roads. I'm always amazed when people become town. Like, I met someone recently that is training to become a, like, going to uni to be a town planner. Yeah. yeah. It's like, mm. how. Yeah, Ben Lomas. My ben- brother-in-law did that, and the boom of uh, so the, the colonisation of the country. Oh, right. Yeah, he was like, but although he is a gay man, so he didn't want to go over there and do business meetings, but he was mm. happy to design their towns for them, like wow. in London. Mm. Wow! Like, who is there that much more? Like towns. doctors, we always need more doctors. Yeah. Do so we need he, that many more cities? Well, he would design a hospital first and oh. then spread out from there. It's like SimCity. Yeah. 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 That's where I, I always Sim went City. wrong. I always just built roads first. Oh, yeah. I, ne- I never did Should the plumbing. Yeah. You. <laughs> I never did the plumbing yeah. on SimCity. SimCity. I wasn't going underground in that game. <laughs> well, because as soon as you did Sick that- neighbourhoods, but then like shit's coming out. Water was really expensive. 
And but I like it. What in SimCity? No, mate, water in it became really expensive. Is that Mad Max? Yeah, oh, that's right. Sorry, you know, SimCity is silly. <laughs> oh, I'm having a think. <laughs> Simi- yeah, SimCity, Sneaky sound systems. He's not hungover this time. That is for sure. There is blood coming out of my ears. Okay, our first game today is called Social Me Me Media. Well, already had a status update from one of you four, and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think wrote it. Your names or your buzzers. If you guess correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person who actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. So your names and your buzzers, here we go. Our first one is, shout out to everyone trying to have a post-Christmas lunch bowel movement as discreetly as possible around close family and friends. Nick. Godspeed. Yes, Nick. Kate. No, that was Reese Nicholson, a point there for Reese. I did talk I'm obsessed a lot of with shit. shitting. Yeah. <laughs> most of my tweets are about shitting. I most of my act I'm realizing is about every year I have a poo story in it. Mm-hmm. I was I had a gig the other week and I didn't have my guitar with me. I had to do a half hour without a guitar. I'm like, oh, I'll just do stand up. That's fine. And I went, oh fuck, I've got like three shitting stories I can't <laughs> tell back to back. <laughs> I'm classy. No, I love a shitting story. It makes yeah, me laugh good. so much. Yeah. But yeah. I found out recently that my manager doesn't like poo humour and I just don't know what to do with it. I'm like, I feel like we're not. I mean, I really respect all the work she's done for me so far, but I feel like we're it's like compatible, <laughs> yeah. incompatible on a really deep level. But I don't know. I just don't know what to do. Like, how can I write the show that she wants to see when it's never going to be the show I want to see? Yeah. What you do is you send her a letter saying that it's not working out, and then you write it in shit, and she just completely <laughs> understands. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to. I don't want to lose her. I'm just going to try and clean up my act. But pooing is so funny. Yeah, so oh, yeah. funny. Oh man, the other day, um, I was having a bath with my just under two year old, and it was a bubble bath. Uh-oh. And then there was a little gap in the bubbles and oh. I saw a poo floating through and I'm like, how long have I been sitting in with yeah. it? Jumped out like a cat. Like, you know, when you drop a cat in the bath, I was like out like that. You were in no, there with her. Let's go back a second. No, I don't know how you drop a cat in a bath. What yeah. are you talking about? And, you, you know, you put a dog in the microwave. It's all stuff we do when we're kids. <laughs> but I, I do, back to your tweet, Reese. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of trying to figure out the timetable of when I can do a shit at my in-laws. It's a... See, I, what? I'm obs- like, I can't, no one is allowed to be aware of me shitting. Like, mm. I've, I once went five days at a high school, school, oh. at a school camp without doing it. It wasn't good. I yep. used to talk about it on stage. Eating became like packing a musket. Um, <laughs> uh, but I just couldn't. And I, and I, but yeah, I, so play, I can only do it at my home or a virgin lounge. Those are the two places. <laughs> But when you there's company over, they still can't be. Yeah, so I have yeah. to plan and like I'm constantly making ideas. Like, you should go, you should go for a walk, like I, a forty minute walk. Yeah, I play podcasts in the bathroom, oh. so my wife can't hear me shit. She's like, oh, yeah, he's just listening to Joe Rogan doing nothing <laughs> in the bathroom. And when I told Becky Lucas, she said Joe Grogan. <laughs> she's from to, Queensland. I used to start the shower if I was staying at a friend's house. Start the shower, go to the bathroom. Not flush it because in the middle of a shower, if you heard a flush, you'd be yeah. like, "What's happening in there?" <laughs> Did he decide halfway through? But that means that then it was just in the toilet the whole time, and I'd get out of the shower and then fl- it's about. Yeah. I have a lot of problems, everyone. <laughs> I've definitely done that at your house before, Clue. By the way. Oh yeah, I forgot you'd been a house yeah. guest of mine. Yeah. You never stayed longer than three days. You should have been fine to pack the muscle. <laughs> <laughs> pack the muscle. A novel by Ruth Nicholson. My friend told me uh, when she was backpacking around and she finally got to stay at her friend's house. I was like, oh, everything's going to be so civilised here. It'll be great. And then she had a stomach upset and shat in the shower and had to, like, oh, moosh it through it down. the rain. <laughs> like a waffle. Just getting it through. Oh. Can I just say... 
2018, the podcast is up to a flying start. <laughs> I am very happy with this. We have not grown at all over the last year. It's good. Question two. I'm shorter than I look on TV. Could be anyone in this room. Yeah. Kate, it's yes, definitely Kate. not me. Um, Claire. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Kate, yes. Do not remember that. Great. I went I went deep. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there an accompanying hilarious photo? Yeah, I think it yeah, was. Props. I, I got yours from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm. good. Question three. How to deal with writer's block? Go for a walk. Past your car. Past the shops. Start running. Don't look back. No deadlines if you're missing. Nick. Yes, Nick. Kate. Yes, you are correct. Yes, point there for Nick. Yes. Missing. <laughs> Very good. I'm finding it really hard not to applaud in this tiny room where yeah. applause sounds weird. <laughs> so apologies, everyone. And we I'm just gonna, hit each other's I'm elbows. Gonna sit, I'm going to sit on my hands. <laughs> it, is, it is that great time of year where every comedian in Melbourne doesn't have a summer because they're trying to write a new show. What are you talking about? We're all fine. Yeah. fine. I'm not doing a new yeah. show. I feel oh, good. Go fuck yourself. I feel good. <laughs> okay, question four. Tarakash is a Latin word for year 12 formal. Reese. <laughs> yes, Reese. Nick? You are correct, yes, Yay. it was. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Did you? No, I, don't, I've, didn't, I don't think I ever purchased anything from Tarakash. Can but I strangely, say? Strangely, Tarakash is a, Tom, is, a, Tom, is a Nick Cody reference for some reason. Tarakash? Yes, Tarakash is like, he'd have thoughts on that. <laughs> I don't know what... Tarakash is... Oh, you're wealthy. Congrats. You Tarakash. No. It's just a tip I think it's on the rat. corner of Burke Street and Flinders Street. Okay. I think there's a Tarakash oh, it's there. A, yeah. It's yeah. at High Point Shopping Centre. It's yeah. at... Anytime you see an 18-year-old at the races, yep. you know, you can almost guarantee it's Tarakash. Okay. Or an 18-year-old yeah. racist. <laughs> That's a Tarakash. A racist at the races. Did you? Because I'm thinking your year 12 formal, did you wear a suit? Did you wear a tie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I would have had to have, yeah. I would have thought that you would have been, no, nah, I'm not going to wear a tie and I'm going to have my shirt lapel over my jacket. No, I was never like that. <laughs> yeah. Never did that, surprisingly. Yeah. Never did that, never had white sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> On your face or your neck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Question five. Imagine a world where we no longer have jokes playing on the Fight Club rules. That's a progressive, brave new time I want to live in. Reese. Yes, Reese. Kate? Yes, you are correct. Another point there for Reese. Bing, bing, bing. Very good. It's funny. Yeah. Thank you. I, I can tell by everyone's laughter. <laughs> well, I think, I don't know, this segment always well, like, takes the comedy out of the tweets because we all are like, like who mm. does that sound like? Yeah. Thanks for making me feel better, Reese. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Question six. I don't care if people like me or not. Someone trying to get someone to like them. Kate. Yes, Reese. Kate. Yes, you are correct. Yes, point there for Kate. Yes. Now tell me that that tweet was funny. Oh, very funny. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I should start playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've forgotten. For the for the listener, I'm scoring on my phone, which is in the middle of the table, so everyone can see the scores. So mm. yeah. That is bad wording of that, by the way. I'm, I'm scoring. scoring on my phone right now. <laughs> can you focus on the game, please, Josh? <laughs> I've swiped right so much this game. No, um, where was I? Oh, yeah, I love that whole I don't care if people like me or not. That's that's probably the uh, most worded, fra- worded phrase on any reality TV show. Yes. Mm. I think it's a very comedian-centric thing to say as well. Like, it's that kind of Bill Hicks kind of like, I'm going to get there and just speak the truth. Like, well, chuck some laughs in there, champ. <laughs> yeah. Give that a crack. People like jokes. Okay, question seven. Mum still rocking the wholemeal crumbits after all these years. Who wrote that? Nick. Yes, Nick. Reese. No, it was Claire Hooper. Shit. Point there for Claire. Who buys wholemeal crumpets? I mean, weird. you're not buying crump. Like, when when you go to the shop and you go, let's get, get some crumpets, you're not like, yeah. like it's not yeah. about that. It's never no. been about wholemeal. It's like, well, it's a silly little treat. Like, 
Crumpets are the most ridiculous breakfast. Because they're not a staple. I mean, if you're going to buy bread, buy wholemeal bread. But crumpets are like a silly thing. So just get the silliest version of it, which is proper crumpets. (laughs) I I also don't like crumpets very much. Really? Yeah, I just never. They've always been too doughy for me. I don't like like pancakes. You're not cooking them enough. It is. You do have to toast them, Reese. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not just taking them out of the fridge and sticking them in my face. (laughs) Well, if you've popped them in the toaster at an appropriate number, then they will not be doughy. They get burnt to the corn. I don't like it. I don't like it with honey. I don't like it with jam. Crumpets are I'm just out. a vessel for butter and honey. That's mm. all. They're just a vessel for the butter and yeah. honey. Mm. Like just well, eat the butter and the honey. Yeah. I'm not afraid to step forward uh, and announce what I eat on my crumpets. Crunchy peanut butter. It goes oh, down yeah. the holes. Oh. The little nuts go down the holes, and That's I know fun. that they're meant for sweetness. Yeah. But um, and I tell you what, it takes away the pain of a wholemeal crumpet as well if you cover it with <laughs> crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> I think well, there's, just, there's certain foods that we still eat that we probably don't need to be eating yeah. anymore. Like most like of them. Crumpet, yeah, but yeah, like crumpets were a thing when there wasn't any other food like that. So no, like, oh, we no. could do all this over in a bubble. You know what I saw? I saw <laughs> Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops yesterday. I haven't had since I was a kid. So oh. I'm at the supermarket. I looked at the thing. Not too bad. Like 12 grams of sugar. I was yeah. expecting 55. I was yeah. expecting can of Coke levels. Cereal That's was, fine for it. It's weird because Just Right has pretty much just as much sugar as yeah. like yeah. Oh, Coke Pops and all that kind yeah. of shit. Sustain is the best. Ta- Sustain is my favourite cereal, but it's so bad for you. Yeah. It's really bad for you. Uh, we would only but get like Fruit Loops in time. our house at Christmas time. We would get a packet of those <gasps> variety packs of cereal. Ooh. Fruit Loops would be yeah. in there. There'd be one packet of Fruit Loops that would go that morning. Yeah. And then Rice Bubbles next, Cocoa Pops, and then fucking the all brand was never. So at the end of the year, when we got our new one, there'd still be like six all brands in the packet. Yeah. And do you know that? You just put sugar on all brand. De- and then just Defeating the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that shower on and get to work. <laughs> okay, question eight. When you're a spider, every day is leg day. Reese. Yes, Reese. Claire. No, that was Kate Dennett oh. there. Point for Kate. Good one. I liked it. Thank I you. thought it was going to be Reese, then it said leg day, and yeah. I'm like, no way, Reese knows what leg day is. I don't, and know, then what I don't know what leg day is. is. Okay, yeah. if you go to the gym, you should work every muscle. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So on one day, you should work your legs, and that's the that's oh. the day that everyone misses because one, it's hard. Yeah. And two, doesn't look good in a t-shirt. Your legs. Yeah. I've been, see, I've been <laughs> going. Fully that's all right. Don't feel bad. Anyway. You're in the yeah. you're in the same group as uh, Tommy Little and Joel Creasy, but uh, it's all right if you yeah, don't know they, what leg day is. Yeah. They they yeah, are people they sitting at a their, desk. They don't do their legs on TV. They? Not at all. See, every day's dick day for me. I just go every day, and I'm just just trying to make my dick really like keep bigger. Putting your dick on heavier weights. Yeah, just on it. I am not popular at my gym, <laughs> but also very popular with like three guys. <laughs> Weird. Question nine. Australia, stop worrying about how the Socceroos are going. We play real sports. Oh, that is. <laughs> Come on, that was the most obvious one. Reese, yes, Reese. <laughs> Anyone but me. Um, <laughs> Cody. Yes, of Cody. course. It's, it's Yes, point there for Reese. yes. <laughs> I love that. I, I got sucked into reading all your replies to that. That was a good one. Mm. You annoyed a lot of people. It was the same as, uh, I just say, th- just f- fuck it. I sort of believe it, but I will just put it out there because it's just fun. It was like when the Western Bulldogs won the grand final. I said, uh, I've, seen many, I've seen many plays, stand-up shows, movies, Nothing will quite reach the level of emotion as that Western Bulldogs. And I said, sport is better than art. And then, <laughs> woo! I was 10 beers in at the pub going, yay, I won Twitter. <laughs> and people writing back like I mean it. That's my yeah. favourite. People sitting there taking three, four tweets to reply why art is better than sport. 
the emotion in sport is only in that moment it fades over time, whereas an artistic thing, I'm like, I know, fuck it. <laughs> I know this. I've set it for that response. <laughs> and our last question for the round. Goth Whitlam was 98. A couple more years and he had gotten a super awkward letter from the Queen. All right. I'll just Go, guess. Claire. I don't know. Nick. No, it was Reese. Another point there for Reese. That's Reece. deep. What? That's deep, deep, that's deep. Not, that's off-brand, Reese. I'm disappointed. That was, that's <laughs> some, every now and then there'll just be some sweet little... But that's like when he died. Yeah. Which was, I think that's probably some of the most retweets I ever got. That got like... Thousands and thousands and thousands of retweets for no. You know when you do one and you put it out and you're like, oh, they'll have. I was like eating breakfast and you. But then you work really hard on one tweet yeah. and no one ever notices it or does anything. But you do one stupid one, it's like. Bleh. Do you delete them if it gets nothing? Nah, because then what would we talk about on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the most I ever got years ago was like. So I said something like, um, structural engineers think it's a bad idea to actually build a city out of rock and roll, something like that. It was like this stupid. I think I was stoned. Yeah. And it got. Thousands of retweets. Can I ask, can I say I think why? Why? Did, did Will Anderson retweet it straight away? Probably. God. I've noticed that if Will Anderson retweets something of mine, I'll get so bang, many bang, more bang, retweets. Bang, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just have to walk away from my phone. It's yeah. as if he's got more fans than you, Josh. Yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. It's as if simple mathematics has come into play it's here. It's like he has more fans it's like more and his fans that. experience more engagement with it's his like content. He's, he's, he's cultivated a nice fan group. It's weird. The Goth Whitlam, the Goth Whitlam one was because Lisa Wilkinson retweeted it. Oh. And then... Like, just it just went banal. Like, those Today Show people are insane. Because people were also angry at me about that as well. With every, like, thousand retweets comes, like, about 500 people going, shut the fuck up. <laughs> they didn't die for this. Still an engagement. Still yeah, counts. still engagement. <laughs> at the end of the round of the scores are Claire on one point. Well, well done, Claire. No, that'll do. Nick on one point. Well done, Nick. Kate on three points. In the lead on five points, it's Reese Nicholson. Oh, Reese. Oh. Art is better than sport. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay, this round is called 9 to 5, What a Way to Make a Living. Now, we've all had odd jobs. Today we're going to talk about some of our oddest. Oh, one person's odd job in particular. Today we're talking about a young Kate Dennett who, in a, one of the very first stand-up shows, she was nervous, which is to be under, understandable. Still am. <laughs> but for some reason at this gig, she was also actually scared for her life. But why? Was it A, just before she went on, the MC was electrocuted by the microphone? <laughs> Nothing major, but just enough for his arm to spasm. <laughs> was it B, the audience was full of neo-Nazi skinheads? Or C, just before Kate, there was a 60-year-old woman doing slam poetry who ended her set by having a breakdown on stage and screaming, I've wasted my youth, it's gone and never coming back. The MC literally had to carry her off. A, B or C. Now you guys can ask her as many questions as you want. Bear in mind she wants you to get it wrong so she gets your points. Now, was there was the mic? Uh, did it actually have an electrical problem, or was the MC steady Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> electrical Fuck problem. Hell. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just thought I'd get the serious one. question out of the way. I can't see a comedian being able to lift anyone off a stage, so C's out. Um, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Hang on, I don't understand why you'd be scared for your life. With neo Nazis in the audience, because you are not, a vision. You're not. I am. Yeah. 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 You're a, you are a beautiful Aryan young lady. Yes, thank you. But she was doing her blackface character, and she was. Which they loved. They would have loved it. No, so it, yeah, like the microphone one confuses me a little bit as well because I didn't think you could be like. There's no electrical 
circuit going through a microphone, right? Like it's not a let like. This one was yeah. like a weird one of those like you get it from a really cheap shop. Like you know when you tell your dad you want a camera for Christmas and he comes yeah. back with something that is <laughs> yeah. very like the furthest point away from yeah. Yeah. what you want for Christmas. Like a, I've just like got a, to draw small pictures in this box, Dad. That's like not an really eighty millimeter. <laughs> just really unhelpful. Like it's too get three minutes of filming at a time. Yeah. It was kind of like that. It was like part of this this system, and it was attached straight to a speaker. That seems like a dodgy microphone where there's no board. It doesn't go early. into a board, yeah. and then guys, yeah. open mics. Yeah, like, these are not known for their good equipment. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and they're not known for Nazis, really. <laughs> <laughs> Nazis can only get about know. fifteen to them for Swanson Street for a rally. I can't assume <laughs> them getting more in for a comedy night. <laughs> fifteen open mic night, though. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the MC? Um, this guy called Brendan. So really, normally, you're... really sweet, very skinny, very short, very like couldn't hurt a fly. Pretty much afraid of everything and, and everyone. You're saying he carried a 60 year old woman off the stage? Oh no no no! That was Tony, who doesn't do comedy anymore. <laughs> and it wasn't really a carry; it was more of a drag, a, sort of yeah. a prying off the microphone and a drag away. Is that Tony? Mathematician Tony, what's his last name? No, um, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen him. Tell uh, me, sorry, um, Cody, you've just you mispronounced Martin. It's, it's not mathematician. <laughs> it's Martin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a period there where you really, you really had to fight back. <laughs> sorry. Had a um, oh, yeah, I was just going to, um, I want to understand the scenario of a woman, you know, having a breakdown on the mic and being dragged off stage because mm. you do see people have. You're break- looking for an end for a festival show. <laughs> 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 that is what I'm working with currently. Do you think um, Do you think 10 minutes in is too early to start the breakdown? Because that's how much. Well, I like I- to run an entire show with the, I did it last year with the thread of a breakdown at all times because it really makes people focus. <laughs> they really like, they're really like, oh, if we. If we don't, this I, could happen. I was one of the few, not one of the few, it was actually fucking packed, but I was at <laughs> Daniel Kitson's breakdown show. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, I've heard. In the I've second row. That. It was amazing. So he had just been dumped and walked on stage and said, I don't want to be here. I want to go home. How can I get out of this? And someone's yelled out, pretend you've got diarrhoea. And he goes, I don't think that's going to be good enough for my manager when I say, oh, yeah, I've just taken a 27-hour flight home because I had the runs. And then he was like, just ask me questions and I'll, I'll get my head out of this. And, and someone, the first question was, how long were you together? Oh. And he, was, and he lied, on the, lied on the stage and was just like, oh, what am I doing? I just want to – but he did the whole hour and crowd surfed the entire room at the end of the show. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. But it was one of those things going, this is not funny, but it's interesting. Cool to, to see. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like the circus. Yeah. It's vaguely sad, but we keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That would be, um, yeah, that that would be an amazing thing to see, but it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work if it was your whole run. No, every night. No, you wouldn't buy no. in. You wouldn't buy in if somebody was doing that every. That has to be an authentic breakdown yeah. for it to be any good. I don't know. I was a guest on Carl Chandler's show a few times, <laughs> one festival, and it is like watching a man have a breakdown every time. <laughs> And I mean that as a compliment, <laughs> to be able to keep that energy going. Yeah, but still, I mean, to like, that's... To be so the... angry at the world. <laughs> you know that, you know so if you don't know, Carl Chandler's show, uh, he gets another comic on stage to heckle him as he does the show. The worst thing you can do to Chandler in that show is just let him get three off in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And let him fall down himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just watch it. You know what? 
if you go completely silent. He doesn't have enough to fill an hour. No. It's great. <laughs> this year he shows me shit list. He's not doing that one. So hi, really? Carl. Hi, Carl. Oh. Someone's going to tell you that we talked about you on this. Yeah. You're not listening, but someone, t- someone will tell you. Yeah. Questions for Kate. Mm. Is that the sequel to any questions for Ben? <laughs> it just it yeah, isn't really a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> it just re- it just reminds you how sad that open mic rooms are. That all three of those are equal possibilities. Yeah, of the oh, they're absolutely. I think they all could have happened. Fifteen, 15 <laughs> yeah, all of the above. D. Um, all right, can Nazis. I go back to the neo Nazis? Can I? That's that's option B. Yeah. I want to know. Um, Please let me go were, back to the neo Nazis. How do you how do you know they're neo Nazis? Oh, you can tell. <laughs> There's yeah. uh, shaved heads and swastikas. stickers. Yep, okay. And um, basically the cast of This Is England just came into the room. <laughs> were, well, I mean, but were they getting into the spirit of things? Uh, were, they, were they having a chuckle? They were, but mainly um, I did okay because I think of the way I look. <laughs> Um, I wasn't proud. I wasn't happy about it. Um, and yeah, then... I don't. I, don't, I still don't really understand neo Nazis' position on women in comedy. So it's good to know that they're open minded about that at least. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like because I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been sure myself. Mm, I would have were... been like, oh, maybe this is part of the keep the minorities down. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I never yeah. thought about if they're mm. sexist as well as racist. Yeah, right. But but they certainly move in large gangs of men. There are very few women yeah. allowed into the posse. Well, there was a woman in this group, so uh-huh. maybe not maybe often is the posse correctly used. Either. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's called a posse, isn't it? Um, but uh, one of them got up and did material, so what? That, that oh. were there to oh. support their friend, and he did very well. Yeah, and Great. all of us were quiet and scared. <laughs> See, I think, and I, I feel bad about it, but in that situation, I would laugh hardest for him just to be like, i got to get out of here. Yeah. And the only way that I'm going to get through it is find him very funny. But the hope it wasn't like a Joe Pesci situation where he goes like, why is that funny? funny. Yeah. I laughed at the wrong bit. My funny like a clown? Yeah. Or like a Jew? Oh, oh no. Oh, they invented comedy. <laughs> okay, do people know what they're going to lock in, A, B or C? I'll go B. Okay, you think Nick thinks it was neo Nazis? Yeah, just because Nick I always thinks it's neo Nazis. <laughs> yeah, easy group to blame. But uh, I, th- I just think electrocution on a mic. Nobody, nobody's arms going to go numb from a little zamp in a microphone. And if so, they, they're not going to be around for long anyway. See, uh, you're too funny even at open mic level to be involved in something with slam poetry. So <laughs> I'm just going to say B. Okay, Nick thinks B. Reese. I think I don't think B. I think A maybe. Okay, you think A electrocution and Claire. Josh, I'm going to go with B. B as well for yeah. Claire. You are correct. It was B. Oh. So point for Claire, point for Nick, point for Kate. No point for Reese, but that's fine because you're still winning. Yeah. So the scores are Reese on five, Claire on two, Nick on two, and Kate on four. So well mm. done. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just believe too much in the world. Yeah. But so it was the guy got up as, on stage. Yeah. That's true. So they walked in, and then everyone just you felt the room just go, <laughs> and and this feeling of just being like you you can't leave. I don't know why, but just and not in that kind of like because this is going to be insane, but that kind of like I, we can't leave until they let us yeah. leave. Um, and then yeah, so event and this is like my third gig as well, and I had just some really silly dumb material about like a woolly mammoth like. Trying to like it's being cloned and it's backpacking <laughs> and it's like horrible material and I'm just shaking the whole time being like and then like it's got its backpack <laughs> and it's all like oh that 
let's go get some beers, guys. Like, just horrible material. And then, so this guy got up and we'd all just like, okay, just, just, just try to try to read it. Probably just laugh if you think you're loud, but don't don't laugh at stuff that you shouldn't laugh at. And then he got up and then he just basically talked about what it was like being in prison and stuff. And then he was like to his mate, like, this guy gets it. And then his friend was like, <laughs> Cell Block B represent. <laughs> and then he just sort of like talked about um, just how funny it is to stab people in prison. And then it just it basically just yeah. went for as long as he wanted it to. And then he got off and then we were all just like with all our mates being like, are you right to get to your car? Do you want, do you want should we just go as a group? Yeah, we'll just go as a group. <laughs> wow. And um, what year of Raw was this? <laughs> <laughs> this is the grand final, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Man, the bucket at the end of the night would have been filled. <laughs> with Nazi gold? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just whole cubes of it. <sighs> yeah, it comes in cubes. That's what I've decided. <laughs> hey, just on the podcast to let you know about some upcoming Don't You Know Who I Am live shows I've got going on. So, so the first one in Brisbane, Haya Bar in Fortitude Valley there. So it is on March 11 I'm doing this one. So I'm doing a podcast at the start and then doing a stand-up show after that. So 3 o'clock is the podcast, 5 o'clock is the stand-up show. It's $25 to get in. Um, if you don't want to stick around for the stand-up show, that is fine. But you know what? I'm all right at it. I'm pretty good at it. I've done all right for myself. Uh, so there's that one. Also, uh, so that's there. So tickets for that are at joshearl.com.au slash gigs. I've never been to Brisbane. I have a lot of people saying, oh, come to Brisbane. When are you going to come to Brisbane? So you guys, you better come out for it, okay? Don't want to lose money on this. No. Uh, and then, okay, so that's that. And then two weeks after that, I'm doing shows in the Canberra Comedy Festival. So I'm doing my kids' show, uh, My Family's With and Your Family, on March 24, March 25 at the Canberra Theatre Centre, I think it's called. And that is at uh, 1 o'clock. So there's two shows of that. So if you've got kids aged between like 4 and 10, bring them along. They'll have heaps of fun. And you'll even enjoy it as well. And also I'm doing my uh, my my show, my adult show, stand-up show, uh, Josh Earl versus the Women's Weekly Children's Birthday Cake Book. This is the show that I've taught everywhere, but I've never done it in Canberra. So if you are listening to this and you're a Canberraan, or from the area. Is that how you say Cambrian? Cambrian? I don't know. If you're from that region, come along. The show's awesome. So I've done it so many times and it's it's a well-oiled machine. It's going to be fun. Also then, if you're in Melbourne, I'm doing the podcast. Six shows. Two different venues. It's a bit awkward, but we'll go through it. So I'm doing four at the European Beer Cafe. Tickets are $20. This is on Sundays at 4.30 during the festival. So April 1, 8, 15 and 22. a show or a season pass is $60 so you get all four of the European Beer Cafe shows for $60 so it's like you get a free ticket for one show and then I'm also doing two for the Festival Club which is at Max Watts House of Sound which is also known as the Old Hi-Fi because that's what it is and these are Tuesday 3rd and Tuesday the 10th at 11.30 at night it's for the Festival Club they're going to be huge shows the first the show on the 3rd is the 100th episode of the podcast so I'm going to try and make it the biggest show possible and cram it with guests. So make sure you come. And, uh, yeah, and then the 10th, no doubt, we'll be, I'll, you know, once people hear, oh, wow, that was fucking awesome that week, the guests will want to come and do that one as well. So those are the shows in Melbourne. So tickets for those ones, so the Max Watts ones, are only $15 because it's part of the Festival Club. 
Uh, so you're getting into the hi-fi max watt sound. And yeah, it's awesome. So it's huge. So make sure if you are available, come out and support the podcast. Thank you very much. That's all. I'll do another plug at the end of the show with the rest of them. Thanks for listening. Back to the podcast. All right, our next round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point, if you guess correctly, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So the first one goes to Kate. Mm. Now, when Reese was in year eight, he played a key role in bullying a replacement teacher so badly <laughs> that one day the teacher left the classroom in tears and his final words were, I didn't go to Nam for this. This teacher was never seen at the school again. I'm going to go yes. You can ask him as many questions. <laughs> oh, so I need to ask questions. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, did you know that this teacher had gone to Vietnam? I mean, in a way, we all went to Vietnam. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> that must be really beautiful, and you're right. Wow. <laughs> I mean, on a tour. Like, but um, no. Like, no. And he didn't. I remember thinking he didn't seem that like old enough to have done that. And it was. It, Look, I must, I must say, I feel terrible about this. And it was a weird thing as well no. because I was quite badly bullied in high school, but then this was, like, what brought me. They were like, <laughs> yes, let's work together against this guy. And did your status raise after this? Minimally. Okay. For, like, a little while and then probably... Oh, any time you can make a teacher snap, that is, oh, you're yeah. getting a lot of credit yeah. for that day. Yeah. I still feel bad for Mrs Brumby we had in Year 6. Five, yeah. She used to teach us only on Fridays, and we were just the worst of her, just, and for no reason. No, yeah. just that she was an, a different adult. We had a German substitute teacher once who came in with a bruise on her arm, and then we're just translating uh, domestic violence questions in German to her. Oh. Hey, miss, how do you say I fell down the stairs oh, in German? God. She didn't. She probably just knocked her arm on the door or something. I was in year eight. Anyway. Year eight, it is like there's something about, same with your parents, you just decide. Yeah. These cats are trying to destroy me. And you said like the, Vietnam, no the Vietnam thing, we had a teacher who kept telling us he was super strict because he was in the army, and then we found out he was a cook. And that day, the tables turned. Wait, what were the kids? How did the kids discover this cook information? One of the like, teachers, no, Navy, and found out he was a cook in Vietnam. And when that came out, that's a game because he was so big on discipline. Tuck your shirt in, yeah. clean your shoes. Back when I was in Vietnam, blah blah blah. And then when that came out, it was, "Hey, sir, how many palmers did you make while the real soldiers did shit?" Oh my god! Shut up! Didn't you kids watch Under Siege though? The chef. <laughs> 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 Are you KC White? What's KC Ryback? <laughs> Did you get in trouble, Reese? No, because they never really like. I think, like, yeah, no one. It was. It was like we're the teacher left. Jail. Yeah, the teacher left, and he. We never saw him again at school. <laughs> but it was clear that something had happened in there, but no one knew what it was. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. the, the teachers were never kind of like. And none- kids should like. There was definitely kind of like kids. That's the trick to bullying in any environment. Yeah, you, you, you know, like you, it's 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 stuff that can't be written down on paper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, People pretty. That is a pretty good description of bullying. Yeah, Something that's, you can't I mean, be that's, why, yeah. that's why HR has such trouble in a workplace, right? Because yeah. like, so what have they been doing? Ooh, yeah. looking. Pulling their chair back a little when I walk by, like as in, what do you write? What yeah. do you write on the piece of paper? And it makes you start to think that you've, and it was because it was gaslighting. Yeah. We essentially yeah. gaslighted. Yes, 
because the way that we did, we did all the all these horrible things. Like, um, so this thing where we all hummed at a very low level. Oh. <laughs> and when he would kind of go so near, some of you were shocked, and I'm, it's yeah. just reminding me of things that friends did to teachers. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah. When no. he went near the desk. Like if someone's death, they would stop humming, but it continued. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So like when he went around the room, it would yeah. stop there and stop there and stop there. But it was always it was always lexicarded. Yeah, yeah. We had mate, this kind of like mates of mine. <laughs> mates of mine did Seven Nation Army, where one kid would start like the boom 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 boom, then the other one goes da 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 da, and when the teacher turns around, they stop. And when they turn back to the board, it continues from where they got to until someone's up on a table go, I'm going to hide them all, you know, and then just slowly break the teacher down. With, oh, and everyone feels so proud of themselves. And then at yeah. the end of the day, the de- teacher goes and buys alcohol legally, yeah. <laughs> has sex with their actual wife, you know, like, oh, they're really or the loser in this wife? situation, aren't they? What's that? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. They <laughs> yeah, win. Yeah, they yeah. win. But I feel bad because my mum is a teacher, and I was like, and it was like, her. And it was her. <laughs> Did your mum go to Nan? <laughs> yeah. What I can take you to. The only thing now, if it's not true, you seem like a true psycho. So again, we hummed, and then and we yeah, hummed. Given oh, plenty of kids, <laughs> lots of ideas. So what do you think? Yeah I think it's no? a yes. You are correct. Yeah. It was a yeah. 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 Why yeah. did I? Ha- I totally helped you. That's all right. <laughs> Good content, good content. Yeah, good content. But yeah, so we did. Reese, it was grim. Now, yes. Claire. Yes. Claire was once left stuck and stranded 25 minutes in the air while abseiling because her pigtail got caught in the carabiner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or nah? I'm always happy to hear a story with the word carabiner in it. No. Um, <laughs> I'm very pleased myself for saying it correctly. Yeah. I think I said like it correctly. to me. <laughs> um, how old were you? 15. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I'll get back on the mic. I was having a, I was having a lean back thing. Sorry. <laughs> How old were you? So I would have been, uh, may, actually, maybe thirteen. And so what? What are the? Did I mean? What are the circumstances of it? What so are the you, circumstances? You're abseiling. Twenty five. Yeah, abseiling. And you're up there for twenty five minutes. Twenty five meters. Meters. Meters right. in the air. Sorry. And and about twenty five minutes yeah. as well. Once you, yeah, yeah, I, um. I'm a bit afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. Um, Rightly, they're not good. They want to kill us. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm always the worst. You know, whenever there were things that we had to do at school, I would always be the most afraid that actually tried it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would be that cut-off point. Like there would be some people that just wouldn't turn yeah, up. I, that day. I think we yeah. discussed this in a, in a previous podcast. Both you and I enjoyed school and wanted to do well at school. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes from, oh, yeah, um, I shouldn't do this, but I better do it because I don't want to get a bad mark. Yeah, 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 right. Well, oh. so I just leaned back over a twenty-five meter cliff and went down. Um, and you meant to have you meant to have your hair tied up, but I was really prone to wearing like plaits, which are actually like, th- if anything, it collects all of your hair and brings it further forward. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's almost the opposite of tying it up, isn't mm. it? A, a, yeah. a lot like a pippy long stocking plait. So. Yeah, I guess I guess that was inevitable. I don't know. I, I don't know why the guy running the activities didn't kind of spot it and say, you know, as you as you look down towards your hip to watch the rope and the ground. Yeah. Ahead, I don't. He would have been like, you know, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna just file your piggy tail right into that carabiner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so what? Ha- what? What's the aftermath? So. 
She's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't been a Claire um, Hoop around here nearly 40 years. Look, to be honest, it was, it was a nice baptism by fire. It has not cured my fear of heights, but I did have to get over it. Like, as in, initially I was very fraught because I was trying to get it over with and I was very scared. And then when you have to hang there waiting to be rescued for some time, you do yeah. kind of you have some processing time. You know what I mean? Like the fear goes away and comes back again and goes away again. I could never and, look um, at a carabiner again. Oh, yeah. I certainly haven't. <laughs> um, I can't even keys. go to the Caribbean, I'm so afraid. <laughs> I, Those pirates of Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't watch yeah. the movies. Um, I just thought, imagine a pigtail in there. I <laughs> went, um, yeah, I, so I was fully s- stuck up to the scalp. Oh. And, um, and you know, like, and it's just so great being around whoever you have a crush on in high school with your head stuck in your crotch, <laughs> awkwardly hanging off the side See, of a cliff. if you're a boy, that's a skill. Like, that was, <laughs> we were all trying to do that. Then. You know what? I mean, it would be a good way to stretch that spine in the right direction. Yeah. It's just really, like, actually have Pure the weight of gravity pulling you into a into like a curled up caterpillar position. So I just hung there until I got rescued. I can't say if I was in that position, I wouldn't just give it a go while they were still trying to... <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh, no one, I'm pretty far up. No one can see me. Well, I... look who took lemons. <laughs> <laughs> when life gives you lemon, try and suck your own dick, my mother would always say, and it only just made sense then. Um, uh, what do you say, yeah or nah? I reckon nah... Because you were very convincing and a little too, like, I reckon the up to the scalp was a bit much, maybe. Like, that seems like a lot. You are incorrect. It oh, was, yeah. Point there, yeah, all right. And just for Reese, I'll show him how close I can get my head to my crotch <laughs> now. Oh, oh guys. <laughs> Not <wow>. just Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. really uncomfortable. If, even with context, that looks <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> so, point there for Claire. So, to Claire now. Great. In, in grade one, Nick shat his pants mm. at school and his dra- granddad had to come and pick him up. When he got back home, he was told by his granddad that kids are now going to pick on you for this, so you have to be prepared. He then told him to target the third most obvious thing about them. <laughs> Because they wouldn't be ready for that. Keep in mind, he was five years old. Yeah or nah? <laughs> Man, that is great. But that is um, that is a really high. I mean, that's high level psychology stuff. Saying target the third most obvious thing about another person when you mm. are five. Mm. So not only are you having to identify insecurities or weaknesses, yeah. which are invisible things anyway. Like it's not just like big nose. It's like all right, wh- how would they feel about that big nose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're having to go three deeper and find the, like a less obvious. That's intense. So Nick could be going, what? all right, big ears, nah, I'm sure he's not. Nah, can't throw a tennis ball. Bingo. Done. Yeah, because my grandpa had big ears. Yeah, but how do you triage ears. that? How do you know which one's the top? My, my grandpa said he had big ears and a big nose, but he said uh, like he had a scar on his arm or something, and he said if somebody went for that, that wasn't the one he'd built barriers for, so that would get him, whereas the other two wouldn't. And he said, so find the third thing and target that. And he he did. He had to pick me up from the school. I remember we were watching a video on fire safety in grade one and uh, we're watching a, a video and there were fire trucks and everything, having a great time. But it was in that period after recess where you'd say, I'm going to use the toilet, and an adult would say, that was for recess. 
and now you go, no dipshit. That's not how a body works, right? Oh, isn't right? it funny how you didn't, like, that's true, oh. and as a mm. kid you didn't have that comeback? Like, you should yeah. have just yeah. been able to go, yeah, I got a poo coming. Yeah. Mm. Like, but they were allowed to say you should have done that half an hour ago. Like, that's yeah. a solution. So what and they I do is they send you out for food and drink and then you come back in and food and drink yeah. and 10 minutes to play and then you come back in yeah. and you can't go to the toilet then it's like, yeah. nah, that is fucked up. You go, yeah. and you've had all four food and drink now. <laughs> <laughs> food and drink now. Have an in all class. All that cocaine. <laughs> Wait 20 minutes and go, all right, everyone... Out you go, go past the toilets on the way. That's how they should do it in schools. Yeah. Not this bullshit, no, you can't go. And I remember my grandparents didn't have a dryer, so he washed my stuff. I had a spare pair of jocks on, and he had to dry my shorts in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> the smells are wafting through that house. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he didn't wash Post-wash, you, you don't cook the shit out. Mate, I, bacteria can only live up to a certain <laughs> temperature. I'm just going to put it under your mum's Turn tank. it to dust. Like a sponge in a microwave. Hey, Cody. Yep. Was that the only time you ever shut your pants? Have you done a poo oh, now, Chan? Uh, no, I shit my pants. I, I had a stomach bug when I was maybe 21, <laughs> and I'd been stuck in the house for three days and just been to the toilet so many times and I was on the couch and my stomach rumbled and I said, I'm going for a fart, right? <laughs> and I did it. I did a fart and I went, whoa, that was a fart. I was prepared to shit myself mentally. I'm like, that's it. I'm not going to the bathroom anymore. I'll shit myself on the couch. <laughs> I did a fart and that gave me the confidence to walk down the street and get hydrolite and halfway down Williams Road in Paran, I thought, well, <laughs> I reckon I'm two for two on the farts today <laughs> and I was not. <laughs> I was one for two on the <laughs> I once had food poisoning and had that kind of food poisoning. You know, oh. that, you know that kind of uh, where you're half passed out, yep. that kind of just weird, sweaty, and I woke up while shitting myself. Like, oh, like, no. Like came to as I was just like, mm. and it was the, one of the probably the, the most embarrassing moments. And I was home alone. It was fine. But just that kind of like coming into consciousness and just going, oh, no. Like yeah. a boxer gets smelling salts. Yeah. You wake him up. You just shit your own pants. Yeah. It's time to go to school, Reese. Yeah. I remember I remember it was Comedy Festival 2009. And I remember it was food poisoning from a kebab place on uh, Brunswick Street. And... Uh, uh, my ex-girlfriend and I had broken up. She'd moved out of the place. So I'm in an apartment by myself. The food poisoning was so bad. At three in the morning, I woke up with a crowd of people in my bedroom saying, hey, you didn't do your show tonight. You've got to do the show. And I said, give me a minute. I'll set up the stage. And I dragged my mattress off my bed into the lounge room, put it up against the wall, put all the pillows on the floor as a stage, introduced myself from the bedroom, like, ladies and gentlemen, Nick. And I walk out and no one's there and just started laughing. The food poisoning was that bad that I had hallucinations. Yeah, I wasn't sure what was happening. Crowd. I was kind of losing yeah, over I that story. That I was like, Wait, what? what? Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. reading you last rough. Like I got woken up. The hallucinate. I got woken up and there's people there saying, hey, you cancelled your show tonight. Who are the I, people? Susan know. Proven. They were all Susan <laughs> Proven. <Yeah. laughs> but listen, Susan Proven is the director of the festival and, uh, <laughs> and a wonderful woman. Hi, Susan. Thank you for listening. Claire, what do you think? I would love to go back to the story. The thing yeah. is, Sorry. there's some beautiful details in there. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I feel like we got off track and I haven't asked enough questions on the yep. actual story. But um, 
I'll just, man, I'm just going to go out on a limb. I'm going to lose this thing anyway. <laughs> Nick, I say that did happen. Oh, yeah. You are 100%. correct. Yes, oh. it really did happen. Clay gets a point there. Wow. Yeah. And did, uh, has that, I mean, like, that sounds like some of the best advice for an open mm-hmm. mind comedian, actually. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. does, yeah. do you reckon no. you credit your appearance good... on Conan for, like, the advice <laughs> your grandfather gave you all oh, those years for, ago? For sure. For, for roast battles and stuff. 100%. Yeah. It's not the. You know, it's not the most obvious thing. That's what he always said, and it's always yep. stuck with me. And you could just, if anyone tried to bully it, just destroy them. Find the third thing and just go at that because they haven't built a barrier. <laughs> <laughs> so if you listen to this and you're prone to being bullied, just get yeah. a barrier for Find everything. the third thing. <laughs> you're probably and ugly, fix it. so just build some barriers. <laughs> okay, so to Nick. Now, speaking of five years old and poo, when Kate was five... She used to pick up her dog's poo in the backyard in a beach trowel and fling it over into the neighbor's backyard. Yeah? Her dad noticed that her dad noticed that what she was doing but didn't say anything. After the third fling, Kate's mum came into the backyard and started yelling at Kate's dad for not stopping her, meaning that Kate pretty much got away with it. Yeah or nah? Um so throwing poo into the neighbors, who was the neighbor? Oh, I don't know. I was five. No clue. Oh, no clue. No so it wasn't like an annoying... No, and it was everyone. Oh. Mm. Wow, over all fences. Mm. Was there a house at the back? Uh, the house... Um, sorry, so that was it, So there were houses to either side of your house? Yeah. We there was a house the at the full, back? We, yes. So there's potentially five backyards to yeah, fling shit into. Yeah, depending on the angle. A full 180. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, potentially five houses. What sort of dog did you have? Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever. That yeah, I just got a dog. That looks like a solid dog poo. Yeah, that'd be a good poo. It's a medium-sized dog, so. Mm. Mm. Yep. I imagine they all had pools too. I hope all so. All your neighbours had their pools yeah. just slowly filling up with shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we also had a sand pit, so occasionally I'd get the cat poo and do that too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What are cats eating? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with them. They're from the devil. <laughs> Like, if you fed a cat only kind of carrots and stuff and good meat, would their shit still smell as bad? Because cat shit is the worst smell in the world, it is. American. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've never... I don't think I've smelled cat shit. We have a cat and it sucks. It's the worst. I it's fucking bad. hate my cat. Because they just put anything... They, they won't eat the food that you give them, but fuck will they eat a rotten mm. bird that's been sitting there for four years. It I've, smells like how you imagine the drool from Alien that burns through metal. Oh, yeah. That's what that smells like. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea cats were up to such terrible dumps. <laughs> my, my new little staffy. I woke up the other morning and had, I assumed overnight went out and got on the Guinness because <laughs> the shits it took. I was amazed. Have you experienced the anal gland yet? No. Oh man, it is amazing. It's great. Because a dog. Wait, it's a really dog. good. Oh wait, are we talk about something different. <laughs> Because a dog, a dog poo doesn't smell bad like a cow poo or a cat poo. You know what I mean? Like it's a bit more of a dry poo, but they also do a little drip at the end on top of the poo. So they have like this special scent that they'll drop on top of the poo. Mm-hmm. And sometimes doggos will get it a bit blocked up. And then if they let it all go at once, like if you're wrestling with them on the couch under a blanket or something, you know, you're giving them the old... Hypothetically. Yeah, right? Hey, the number of... Oh, man, we took our dog to an outdoor cinema once and um, any anal glanded under the blanket. (laughs) So it's anal gland. It just lets all that stuff go at once. It's like a skunk. It's like the strongest smell you've ever experienced. And they just do the tiniest, most discreet drip on top of every poo. They give you like the little little fragrance part of Maya. They give you the little stick. Yes, yes. So it is their little calling. Card sent. 
Um, but and some dogs. <laughs> Do you get want to a... try some two-year-old bull mastiff? Mm. Oh, what a scent! Wow. <laughs> yeah, I love but, this um, one. But they can they can get blocked I... and then accidentally squitch, squitch, and then it's like way too much. I... It's an amazing smell. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. This will definitely get cut out. No, it won't. I can tell you now, as the editor, it will not get cut. Yeah. First Let's time, just keep calling. The first back time to I it. ever discovered the because because dog owners don't know about it until it happens to them. Their dog gets to this certain age, experiences it for the first time, and I remember it happened on Wade's track pants. Like he was just cuddling the dog on his, and it happened on the track pants. It was this tiny, small, like this tiny dot of moisture. And he was like, what does it smell? And then leaned down to smell it. And then I've never seen anyone take track pants off so fast. It was like he didn't even lift his feet off the ground and he'd thrown them across the kitchen. <laughs> I've, I don't is this just your dog? Because I've no, never... I think he might have a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is Dusty an actual is thing. Yeah. Some dogs go to the vet and get mm. them expressed. Wait, how do people not know? Does nobody yeah, know pu- about the anal gland? Puppy Le Pew, yeah. my, my pet dog. <laughs> Have you noticed like um, like a cat that's painted a stripe down its back hanging around <laughs> <laughs> and then just totally cock-blocking your dog, Dusty? Okay. I'll bring some in next time. What do we think? Oh, yeah, what do we think? Oh, well, I, d- I like that your dad's watching it. As his five-year-old daughter throws shit over the fence, uh, my wife and I are trying to have kids. I, that's my wife, for her view of having a... She can't wait to just hold a, her beautiful baby and th- that feeling. I think of that... St- I can't wait to watch my five-year-old girl or boy just fling shit over the neighbour's fence until Lucia comes out and goes, Nick, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> She's so, got to learn. Because I believe in humanity, I'll say yes. You are incorrect. Oh, it was no. no sorry. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Was it all true? What wasn't I true? I never got caught. You were twenty-five. <laughs> no, I never got this caught. This was today. <laughs> never got caught. Never got but caught. you used to do it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the trowel was like long. It was like a long beach trowel, and so like you know those sticks that you put a tennis ball on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you can throw it so far. Oh. It had the same effect. Oh so wow! So I may have gone beyond the five. Oh wow! Yeah, gotten into other streets and potentially, yeah. There's that's some amazing. Soaring, shitting of shit is constantly flung at her, and every day she cleans up the windows again. Like, oh, it happened again. The reason I asked why the neighbour, because I Who remember, is this? yeah, with neighbours growing up, there was always one shit neighbour that you just you would respect everybody else's property, and then this one neighbour, you know, you just wrecked their house. But you, mm. I guess, at five years of age, you are. You know, who cares? Just throwing poo, <laughs> living the dream. It's the name of this episode, Children Are Nightmares Are Trying <laughs> to Destroy You. Okay, and in the round, the scores are Nick on two points, Claire on four points, Reese on five points, but in the lead now on six oh. points, it's Kate Dennett. Dennett out. Final round. Our final round is called Who, 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about all of you guys. If you think you know who it is, say your name and say who it is. So buzz in. That's your name. You get a point if you get it right. You get a point off if you get it wrong. Only yeah. round you can lose points. So here oh. is our first one. So Kate, uh. don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> Question one. Who recently went to the mountain on the Toblerone wrapper? Who went to the mountain on the Toblerone race? Cody. Yes, you God are correct. Damn it. Yes, it I was. knew that. Point there for Reese. I follow him on the internet, you think? Yeah, well, that's um, the thing. I didn't know. Clever. Like, that photo I, is fucking great. Yeah, I've re- no, I read a thing online saying it's the same mountain and saw a photo, and I'm like, that is, that's got to be photoshopped, and then held it up, and it was pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm best friends with Steve Hughes. Just love all those conspiracies. Man, um, <laughs> man, ever made it to the moon? Uh. Yeah, that's the main. That's one of the main things in the Nelson Mandela effect. The, is the Toblerone <laughs> the same mountain? 
Because you remember it, right? You somebody, remember it as that mountain. Somebody pointed out there's more snow on the on the wrapper version than on the actual mountain, which is proof of global warming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought it was cool. just a fun picture. <laughs> Did you say because I was there during summer? It was like, yeah. <laughs> also, things change sometimes. Yeah. You know, whatever. Question six. Which of you, when listing your favourite movies for Acme, had Austin Powers in the top ten? Nick. Yes, Nick. Kate. You are correct. Yes, a point oh. there for Nick. Well done. I stand by it. I'm, I'm not I forgot about this, but I'm, I'm standing by it. What a great movie that was. I would need. First I really one. hope First one. it's. Yeah. Mm. I hope it's not one of those movies that you go back and look at and then go, "Oh, I've publicly I said that I think everything in this movie is no, okay." No, it it's like Milo and Otis. I saw it when I was six, oh. and it was the best thing I've ever seen. I've never watched but it now since. It plays really racist. <laughs> <laughs> that bit where he falls down the hole, though. Do you remember that? No. Where he's like, da, 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 and then there's just a hole and he falls down it. Oh, really? Yeah, watched I, that a few times. I remember we had a library teacher who said 15 cats died on oh, that. Yeah. yeah, great. Yeah. What a bummer. So we, we talked Would about. Would have this. been all those holes they fell down. <laughs> Should we get? Should we get it out now? Let's move on to the next scene. <laughs> Milo's getting tired. We talked about favorite comedies with Ed Cavalier when he was on here because making a, a comedy movie that's funny is really hard. There's not too many that mm-hmm. you go, "Oh, that's an actual funny movie where mm. I'm laughing all the way through." Something like, "Yeah, I'm enjoying it." But I'd say Jackass is the only one, is one of the few that I would sit and laugh at it the I whole way through. Well, the problem is sustaining people's. Um, interest in the plot line over a, you know, one and a half to two hour period. Yeah. Like like nobody wants like nobody responds to nonstop punchlines for that long. So you gotta do a little bit of that work of the story, but that's boring. Yeah. Mm. Especially happy endings. They're boring, right? I mean you've always got to have like set pieces. Like yeah. do you know what I mean? I think like oh. they're constant like this is a, the first Wives Club is my favorite movie. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Because it is constant set pieces. Yeah. Like it's constant like what are we gonna do? All the time. And there's always like Diane Keaton is always mousy and confused. Mine's MacGruber. MacGruber? Yeah, yeah. I've watched that a hundred times. I love MacGruber. Love it. I rewatched Airplane not long ago. Yeah, that's all right. And that's like the. I mean, yeah, a lot of it doesn't date very well, but you sometimes you almost respect it for. Like, you guys really tried to pack as many fucking jokes yes. 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 Mm. as you possibly could. <laughs> I'm like that. I rewatched recently the Norm MacDonald sports show. Now, I like Norm oh. MacDonald. Have you seen it? It is no, just but he's great. bang, bang, bang jokes. But it was only made five years ago, and you're like going, this has dated so much. Yeah. But I'm sure he'd be, still be doing the same jokes today. But it is just yeah. constant. Oh, no, we can't. No, but that's... We can't I mean, be like, seen watching that in public. Yeah. <laughs> I very- that is very Norm MacDonald. Like, he's yeah. really funny, but he's always going to be as regressive as he can get away with. Would that mm. be the right yeah. word? Yeah. Like, that's his... Definitely. Yeah. I very nervously watch because he's got the, that interview show on YouTube yep. and he gets some like pretty incredible guests and I saw that Caitlyn Jenner was going to be on it and I like very reluctantly pressed, I was like, this is, I'm terrified. of this. And it was a really good interview. Like yeah. he wasn't funny the whole time. He was like kept asking her about like, so when you're a sports person, it was a very confusing time. I kept waiting for like him to say something really transphobic and then dun, 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 like <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Question three, whose parents are ceramicists? Kate. Oh, yes, Kate. Claire. No, it mm. was Reese Nicholson. <laughs> I'm spewing because I think I knew that. Yeah. The, even the, the I call them the communists of the art world because even people, ceramicists, oh, okay, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I just thought it was it really Claire because you're so calm. 
Yeah. Well, no, is, it goes the I, other is way. Is this you rebelling against? No, yeah. darling. Oh, but it's very, I mean, like you're, you're onto something because they both run a very successful garden centre. So does that, I mean, like that also works, doesn't it? Yeah. It's all about getting up early and turning the plants over, like picking the plants up that have been blown over in the wind the night before. For some reason I always imagine um, they have the hose at all times set to mist. I don't know why, but that's just like it's, ne- it's never no. aggressive. It's always just like, come on, guys, just have a nice walk. Not at all. It's a wasteful way to water the mist. Is it? Oh, very much so. Who's using cone on their fucking hose? That is a great yeah. question. That's a dumb. Or 20. And the end- <laughs> sorry, sorry, everyone. Sorry, I'm, I don't really understand how the, the I quite like the cones. Oh, it looks good, but no one's using it for, to water anything. Okay, here's why, here's why the cone is great, because you're efficiently getting water to the soil, but you can put it around the plant. You know what uh, I mean? You yeah. hit the soil and you're not directly hitting the plant as hard. You've got like a little circle around the plant with the water going deep into mm. the... But I'd be frustrated that it was hitting area. everything but the thing I was pointing it at. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'm pointing it at that thing and the it's, cone is it's not hitting that wide. around it. It's, it's like, not that wide. <laughs> so does that mean you're, you're, are you adjusting the cone at all at all points? Every plant is different. Are you talking about one of these hoses That's really or one of these of hoses? Say, Kate. <laughs> one, one, of, one, of the, one of the trigger ones. One of the triggers or are you using one of those garden hoses that we all like have in our backyards like, where you turn the but spout until it's like shooty? That cone part of it. Like, you can get it. No, you can get is, a cone. This is like a twenty dollar Bunnings. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I like that you also know the cone setting, Josh. I'm a dad. Mate, you are so a dad. <laughs> I've got it. Question four. Who here posed for nude photographs for a student photographer? Nick. Yes, Nick. Reese. No, it was ah. Claire Hooper. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> trick. <laughs> for the listener, that oh sound was disappointment of getting the point yeah. wrong, not just oh. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, yeah. Not, not, where can we see him? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just, I just, like, was it was it male or female? Photographer? Oh, right. I thought you were talking about me. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a girl. Um, uh, no, female photographer. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. That's and are we, um, what are we I just picture here? creep. That's whenever I hear student photographer asking to take note, I just think creepy mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Like my wife can't spot creep. It's so upsetting. She's like, how cool is that guy doing magic at the bar? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is a creep. Or magician. <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> no, you're right. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. Am I wrong there? No, you, you're right. Creep radar is not on. Yeah, I definitely did not have a good creep radar when I was younger. But, um, you know, I there was I don't I don't think there was a name on that. You know, it was one of those pieces of paper with the like. It was mainly on, on, the, on the notice board, just saying, no. "Hey, I want to take some photos." So it wasn't even a friend. You no, it wasn't even. Didn't you know. tore off one of those tabs, and you're yeah. still alive here today. Yeah. You're just like Jerry Halliwell. You did some weird. Porn stuff in the back of the day. I did heaps of weird what? shit, mate. Did Jerry Halliwell do porn stuff? Yes. She was yeah. in, you know those, uh, in the Murdoch papers in the 80s and 90s, they had that like page six girl or whatever they yep. call it, where they, she was one of those. Oh. And it came back and haunted her when she was first I in the I did girls. observe some porn being filmed once. I was in the room. <laughs> Another that's, tab? That's definitely but a tag wasn't. off a poster. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't on Who the wants screen. to make friends? <laughs> what? What? Mm. Oh. You observed porn being made. <laughs> yes. So where? What? How did you were just walking past and going, oh, there's people having sex um, in that building? Or? It was a pretty, like it was, um, uh, they were just trying, it was like two guys and a girl and I knew the guys vaguely and the girl. I knew, so I knew everyone involved and they were just, it was like happening late at night. We were out at the club and they were like, do you want to come along? And I was like, yeah, I'll come watch. And then there was that thing where it was actually like there was a kind of camera light set up quite close to the door and I very quickly went, oh, I don't. 
I don't actually want to watch. Like mm. n- nothing, like you guys are my friends, but you got this. Yeah. And um, and then it was quite awkward to like extricate. Oh, all right, thanks. Thanks, guys. All right. See you later. Can, can I just, do you mind if I just open this door and squeeze out? And then I just hung around downstairs waiting for I, them to I, be I, done. I imagine he did too. <laughs> there, was, there wasn't one moment where someone wasn't hanging out downstairs. <laughs> so you didn't hand them your naked photos at the end and say, oh, guys, I've got nah. this as well. If you ever need some. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's um. Oh, if you're looking for an understudy, no, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't keen. The nude photos were pretty. Dis- it wasn't like um, artistic. Yeah, they were definitely. The intention was that they would be artistic. Yeah. They, you know, like it was a girl doing it. it wasn't this massive like? Uh, can you get them any further apart? Like it was very much. How do you feel comfortable sitting? Yeah. I could never like. There mm. are no. What? There are no. Nothing would convince you to do nudes. No, and it's only my own, but like no, no pictures of my dick exist anywhere. Yeah, I'm Never. the same. Not, yeah. not a one. No, me neither. <laughs> no, Wade sends them to me constantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I terrify. Like, like there's a you know that photographer Terry Richardson. Yeah, the, mm. and a whole bunch of, of horrible stuff. Yeah, a whole bunch of horrible stuff come out. But he's like he kind of got famous by famous people would do nudes for him. Like Miley Cyrus did the first ones, and just like, what is the thing that gets you kind of. If you've seen my dick, you, you're either changing my nappy, and that was two weeks ago, or, <laughs> or you're about to have sex with me. Those are the two types of people. And I'd imagine that will continue as I get older. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. Who at age 13 danced on stage in gold sequin hot pants? Nick. Yes, Nick. Kate. You are incorrect. It was Reese Nicholson. Oh, I didn't want to stereotype. Yeah. People are so off God damn it. it. People have ah. the outline of my dick. Okay. I didn't say that. <laughs> Hey, did you did you have that terrible like sequin imprint afterwards when you took them off? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, had... I was pretty chunky at the time too. Oh, so there was a ooh. lot of was a lot of probably. It was for because my uncle's in a band called Machine Gun Flacio and they used to do these shows uh, and like pretty crazy shows. And then every now and then if they were in town, I'd like hop up on stage and then he, So he is the He is the brother of a ceramicist. Yes. That's weird. Pretty isn't artsy it? family. Yeah, yeah, really artsy. I didn't know that about machine gun fellation. Yeah, there you go. So I used to get on stage with them, but oh then this God. night I chose to wear like gold because they all used to wear crazy costumes. I chose to wear God secret hot pants, and I've never seen because I was like, yeah, twelve or thirteen. Yeah, no one in the band went near me. Like yeah. there was no, and there was even kind of like because I had like a dressing gown or something on, and then like I took it off, and everyone went, whoa, <laughs> no, 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 and like usually I'd be like riding on one of their backs or something. Or, anyways. <laughs> So that's the life that I've led. Uh. <laughs> Next question. Whose partner's mother gave them cleaning products for a Christmas present last year? Kate. Yes, Kate. Nick. No, that was Claire Hooper. Point oh. off Kate there. That is right. Well, the I must have uh, told you that story wrong because it was my actual mother. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was your mother-in-law. No, it was uh, Jackie Hooper because oh. she'd been to an Enyo Great party. <laughs> To be fair, nothing dusts like an Enyo. Great. You can tell me how to use them later. <laughs> Are the ads still on TV? What? The most infuriating ad. Enyo, Enyo, Enyo. Oh, cleaning. that's right. Sorry. Next question. Whose PE teacher once rang their parents because they were being too competitive? Oh, Reese. Yes, Reese. Cody. Yes, you are correct, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and my mum stood up for me. Yeah. She told the, she told the teacher off. I, we were playing indoor soccer in PE. And uh, there was a kid doing nothing, so I said, get off, I'm trying to win. I'd rather have no one there than you. 
And the teacher brought me in and said, I'm calling your mum. And I said, I don't know why. I don't know where you think I got this from. Right? <laughs> Called my mum at work and my mum said, sorry, is my son trying to win? And there's a loser doing nothing. <laughs> Call me when he's done something wrong and then hung up on him. Karen Cody. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. It's really is... easy to put together the Nick Cody puzzle, isn't it? <laughs> I'm Find guessing... the third thing. It's just one piece of string on the wall. <laughs> Karen to you. And is, Caught him. Is she the daughter of your granddad who told you to pick nah. the third? Oh, so nah. you got, oh, it's perfect. Both sides. Oh, Both mate. sides. Brilliant. Question, uh, next question. Whose entire family have all vomited at exactly the same time? <laughs> all going in unison. All right. Um, what, Claire? Yes, Claire. Kate. You are yeah. correct. Yes, it was Kate. Yes, mm. point there for Claire. Sea cat across Bass Strait. Oh. <laughs> Giant <laughs> catamaran. You made me laugh and crack my head against the wall. I forgot the room was so small. I've I just wiped my head. I've got a very like young childhood memory of just like. Everyone. Er, but it wasn't was just no us. It was left. everyone. Mm, yeah. And just like the, um, and the, stu- like, I don't know what you call the people who are in charge of handing out vomit bags and stuff. And there's them <laughs> looking at each other, also being sick being like we've got none left we don't have any left (laughs) the bass strait is fucking brutal to sail across oh awful and then you're stuck on a fucking rsl on the water the worst oh and you land in devonport (laughs) (laughs) what a trip i think the sea cat used to land in launceston though the sea cat was not not the able tasman spirit Mm. okay and our last question for the whole game whose partner's favorite podcast is don't you know who i am reese yes reese Cody. You are correct. Ah! Yes, it was. Thanks, Luch. Yeah. And then also thought it might have been me. It's like, Karen does like the podcast. No, no, I just got that in because I like the fact that I've got fans. Wade doesn't give a fuck. No, so, of course he doesn't. Yeah. I, like, I like Wade. Mm-hmm. Okay, at the end of the game, the scores are on one point. Nick Cody. Hey, <laughs> how's that competitive spirit going right now? I assume this is golf scoring. <laughs> on four points, it's Kate Dennett. Yeah. Hey. On five points, it's Claire Hooper, but in the lead oh, oh. and winning the game on eight oh. points, it's Reese Nicholson. Feed Dad, I can win. <laughs> <laughs> See Karen Cody, he can win. <laughs> Thank you for all playing Don't You Know Who I Am. Before we go, quick round of plugs. Reese, you're about to hit the big festival circuit. Yes. Canberra, Melbourne, Brisbane, maybe. Uh, just, uh, Perth, uh, Sydney, ReeseNicholson.com. And it's, the show's called Seminole. The show's called Seminole because I like to hide dick and cum jokes in all my show titles. I've had Bonafide, <laughs> I've had Seminole. You had Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Which there was a lot of fighting about how to spell. Anyways. Claire Hooper, are you doing the festivals next year? Yeah, I'm doing a bit this of a... Sorry. Yeah, we're already this year. Yes, Josh, I am doing um, Perth Festival really soon, Perth Fringe, yep. um, 12th to the 18th. And awesome. then I'll And then I'll jump in um, around other cities as well. I don't nice. know exactly what yet. Nice. Mr Cody? Yep, doing them at Adelaide, Brisbane, Canberra, <laughs> Auckland, Melbourne, Sydney, Perth, all of those. Nick oh, yeah, County. I'm doing those well. Also, while we're here, are your iView special? Oh, yeah. Or, um, Nick County Line for the Enmore is on That's comedy right. next gen. So good. Yeah. yeah. It's really Thanks, good. Thank you. Hmm. Thanks very much. That's on iView if you're in Australia. Yeah. Go and have a look at it. Kate. I am not doing festival, but I recently built a blanket fort in my <laughs> living room. <laughs> And I'm recording. (laughs) I am recording a podcast underneath the blanket fort. What's the podcast called? Doesn't have a name yet. May not be released. Not sure if anyone's going to want it. It's weird. It's gotten really weird. Can you call it? I know. I know. Fifteen neo Nazis who'll be tuning in. (laughs) 
But on Twitter, you're very good. So let's talk oh, about your Twitter, um, Twitter handle. Yeah, great. Uh, Kate Dennett. Kate with a K. Dennett is D-E-H-N-E-R-T. Very funny. Witness my sadness. You, you, you're looking a bit at me like, what the fuck are you doing? But I think I've, I laugh a lot. Anyway. Uh, Your face has made the most amazing shape. Doesn't it? like you? an emoji. Yes. <laughs> it's halfway between a scream and, a, and like a trying to make everyone happy smile. Oh, <laughs> like being a comedian. <laughs> oh. uh, also, don't you know who I am? Uh, live shows on in Melbourne during the Comedy Festival. So the four at the Euro on Sundays and then two at the Hi-Fi, which is called Max Watts House of Sound, for the Festival Club on Tuesdays. So come along. You know, do that I, one. I only recently understood Max Watts. I was like, yeah. oh, maximum wattage. Oh. oh, I thought it was just bought by some eccentric millionaire called Max Watts. And also, if you're in Brisbane, I'm doing the podcast in Brisbane on March the 11th. So this Ooh. is the first announcement of it. So tickets are on sale at joshell.com.au. And, uh, yeah, Brisbane Comedy Festival's on at the same time. I'm not a part of it, but you never know who might just turn up from the festival Ooh. into the podcast. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Do you know? You seem like maybe you don't know. I know. I know two. Oh. I know two. One of them could be in the room. One might not. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye. 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 This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.